Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. My name's Rodney, and I'm joined on the Skype by Will. Hey, how's it going? And uh, by Mark. What's going on, VGN fans? Yeah, so uh, today we're going to be uh, talking about a couple of things, uh, mainly concerning Walmart's big screw-up in uh, releasing the E3 lineup, and uh, that, that'll be quite interesting because there's, uh, there's a couple games on here that we were expecting, but a couple that we weren't, so uh, we'll definitely talk about that. And uh, yeah, that's all coming up right now, and we're listening to uh, DDR, so dance! I thought that was appropriate. All right, guys. Uh, so I, I'm sure most of us are aware of this by now, but yeah, Walmart dropped the ball hard. And uh, it, it, we were talking off the air. is probably some poor guy that got promoted and they're just like screwed with him. They're like, yeah, just make this page and it has to go live. It has to go live or else you're going to get fired. And uh, here we are. Um, so yeah. Um, what, do you mean it, what do you mean it went live? Like, well, because they got to build the page for the website, right? Oh, this was a website. They were like on their website. This, yeah. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, how does that make your little heart feel, Mark? Have you seen the list? Uh, no, actually, this is this is news to me. I just got home from the gym and get ready to, to make the phone call here. And then you guys are just throwing me this breaking news right now okay well here here's one for you there's final fantasy 7 remake on here and that's just that's <laughs> crazy why do that to us unless you're planning on releasing it sometime this year don't don't be doing that that's i mean but that makes me think that like could we be seeing final fantasy 7 the remake dropped later this year well it's got like, a triple it's got behind, a tri- behind closed doors these guys are saying okay look here's the list this is what like you guys should be expecting throughout the year. Am I correct? Yeah, um, but I mean, it has a AAA price tag. Actually, all, mind you, most That's all these fine. games are the same price, except for the couple on here that are sixty six, ninety six. But I, I think that those are just DLCs. So when it, when Final Fantasy VII does come out, obviously they'll have the original copy, but they could make the the collector's edition. If couldn't they set the price to that? 
throw in like a beanie or like a dummy of cloud or something like that and then put a ridiculous price tag on it oh i'm sure yeah i'm sure that's happening. yeah so if well, that's the way they're going they definitely will count it here this will be the biggest this will break the record well who owns who holds the record right now is it halo still for for in what regard for first day for first day people buying this game oh like over opening weekend sales it will break opening weekend sales this game i'm gonna look that up for I'm, us I'm right, now. Up right now too. i thought it was halo um <laughs> the eight biggest video game releases ever which was done by business insider and oh it looks like uh call of duty black ops made 360 million dollars on the first day of its release wow okay so I, i'm i'm gonna go out there saying final fantasy will do something around that yeah um actually call of duty modern warfare 2 is right behind it with 310 million actually grand theft auto 4 is also 310 million and then halo reach is 20 million and then basically it's basically halo 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 starcraft or Call of Duty, Call of Duty. <laughs> pretty, pretty well so, yeah the, the flagships yeah. of all the all the consoles basically mm-hmm. all right yeah that's cool um the one on here that we weren't that we're all obviously expecting was smash brothers because the nintendo already teased us with that uh nintendo direct so yeah so we knew that was coming already yeah and we just don't have a release date i think it did say this year though did it not uh, it, uh, yeah, it did. It said 2018. Yeah. So, so it's been a while since with Smash Brothers. You know what? I feel like uh, I really hate this song, so I'm gonna change the song. Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna delete it right now. I'm de- deleting. I'm doing it. Move, I don't mind it. <laughs> move to trash. Oh no, man! It gets so annoying. So uh, I just deleted that song, and we're gonna t- do this one instead. Um, <laughs> anyways. We have uh, yeah. We need. I wonder what Smash Brothers is gonna be like because. When was the last one released? You know what? It's actually been a while. 20... 2014, I think. Year? No, it, it was two 2000. Oh, two years? I remember talking about this with Cole, and we were, like, shocked that it came out. Like, I think it was 2014. Uh, Super... Oh, I put Smash Smash. <laughs> Smash. No, not 2014. The last Smash that came out for, like... for It was for the 3DS first. And yeah, it was 2014, September 13th, 2014. What about for console? There, there must have been there like there it was been still, one. Yeah, it was Wii U. Yeah, uh, September yeah, 13th. One. Yeah. Wow, so yeah, it came out on the 3DS crazy. first. It came out on the. I remember it came out on the 3DS in like August or something like yeah, that, like a month or two before, and then it came out on the Wii U after. So that's like playing Fortnite mobile. That doesn't count. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, yeah. You could you could still play with, on uh, Wii U like with your 3DS, so that was cool, mind you. Oh, yeah, they, they had to get innovative with the the amount of players because there was eight player Smash at that point. So, mm. but yeah, four four years ago, it feels like last year that uh, Smash Bros got released. But yeah, I guess it's been four years now. How does nobody like complain? Like, why has it been so long since well, there's been a new Smash? Be- because Smash Brothers has such like a high replay value that you can play it for four years straight like there's people like my brother still plays smash bros uh like a lot you know it's been out for four years yeah Yeah. so and he well mighty he's practicing for tournaments and stuff but yeah like it has a lot of replay value and nintendo does release games like that where they have a lot of replay value and um you know you can wait the four or five years for the new one uh looking at these uh 
looking at these dates, though, uh, Rodney, the 3DS version for North America came out October 3rd, 2014, and the Wii U edition came out uh, November 24, uh, 21st. Yeah, I thought it'd be like a month or so before the Wii U. That's what I remember. Yeah, the September, though, was Japan. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. I just Googled it quickly so I could, you know, sound smart. Um, but anyways, looking at this... Uh, this leaked list again. There's one on. There's a Switch title on here that'll excite a lot of uh, a lot of fans. But uh, looks like a Metroid Prime Four for the Switch is uh, in this little leaky leak list. So there hasn't been a Metroid Prime since the Cube, eh? Yeah, since Cube. That was sweet. I loved. That was an awesome game. Yeah. Uh, wasn't there one for the Wii? Yeah, Wii. I swore there was. Uh, I don't know, but if it did, yeah. no one remembered it like the I, like you could remember the one for Cube, like that one. And it's like it was so tough. I remember going back and trying to beat it 100 percent because I wanted her to take off her full helmet at the end. Oh, is that yeah? I didn't I didn't play That's to the what end. It was. I didn't play you to play, the end. So, so like it, it depending, it was dependent on how like how much you did. Yeah. So if you only like beat the game, but you only did fifty percent of the stuff, then they they didn't. You got a you got a bad ending, and then there was there was three different endings you could get. And I only got the 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 middle ending. So you so you saw like half of her face. Right. Um, yeah. I see we on here, um, Will. But um, I mean, I'm just like glancing. It looks over. like a remake. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was gonna say. That's too bad. And so Metro Prime Four, but I'm only seeing one Metro Prime. Am I just like oblivious to what's going on here, or what? No, I, I I'm seeing the same thing as you. So, okay, well, Wikipedia is lies. Um, anyways, yeah. So this, so final Metroid Prime. That's gonna be good because yeah, people have been screaming for a Metroid Prime um, game. So this, it's, it's very exciting that it's actually come to the Switch. Um, how do you think uh, they're gonna change it up from the past uh, the past series, Mark? Or the past game, rather. Well, like, with the past one, it was really dark, which I really liked. And there was a lot of, like, puzzles in it. The ball mode was really cool. I mean, bringing it into... And that was, like, again, like... Man, when did Cube come out? 2001, I think. 2001? Yeah. It was, like... I almost thought, like, that... Like, that... It was ahead of its time in the way it was just... That was pretty cool. So this... I want to see that. But I want to see... I want to see obviously better graphics. I want to see, I want to see that game, but I want to see it in 2018. And yeah, they, and they just have to build off of that frame because it was actually a, a great like. Will, did do you want to back me up on how great Cube Metroid Prime was? Like, did you play it or? Oh, I did. Uh, I oh, I played a lot of it. Uh, I remember GameCube for me was uh, one of my uh, childhood uh, favorites. So I it was like I, yeah, yeah, it was my favorite system for a bit there. But um, yeah, it was just it was it was sweet. It was really dark. The combat system was cool. I just uh, I can't I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with it. High expectations over here. How do you think they're gonna implement the like the the gyros into the game? Like maybe you know what actually be really the stupid. Ball system or, or yeah, I, well I think well because I just thought of that mini game from Zelda: Twilight Princess where you like have the ball and you had to like move the Wii remote, or even like uh, in in Breath of the Wild those those um, puzzles where you had the ball and you had to like lay the the control the the switch pad or whatever flat and then like move well, the ball around. Like I really hope that's not what's gonna happen. That'd be that'd be awful. 
Oh, that that would be that would be tough for. I think it'd be easy if you had your Switch as like a Game Boy. Yeah. You just move the Switch around, but having to do it with like, do you guys still have the nunchuck? Or, yeah. And like the yeah yeah. So that might be a little tougher. For sure. Uh, so I'm just looking at the the launch titles for uh, the Cube, and like they were, they had some garbage out there. There was some freaking garbage. They had the best game they had for the launch was Luigi's Mansion, which was a good game actually. So that was a sweet game, man. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> and, and then right after they followed it up with Mario Sunshine, and yep. then they had um, Animal Crossing, which was a had a huge cult following. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can't remember the name of it, but I remember there being two really good horror games for the 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 cube. Oh, um, you know which one Resident I really Evil? liked? It was the one I, I can't remember what it's called, but you literally your character would go insane. So like all of a sudden, you're playing through the game. You walk into a room, and then there's like bathtub full of blood, and then you'd hear a shriek, and then you walk into the other room, and the, like the room starts bleeding. And then all of a sudden, it, it'll say it's deleting your, your game. Like, you'll go to save it and quit, and it'll say deleting save files. Um, that one was really good. I remember that scaring the, the bejesus out of me when I was a kid. Was it just was it just screwing with you? Like, it's not deleting your file, but it's like... No, it, 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 yeah, it wasn't deleting your file. The, the bathtub and stuff wasn't there. You'd actually get, like, you'd walk into a room, and it was like a mini video. And all of a sudden, you'd see it there, and there'd be something to, boom, scare you. And then you'd go back, and there's nothing there. <laughs> so it was just like it's just like the game that gave you like the just gave you the willies. You know what? It's uh, Eternal Darkness. Eternal Darkness. That's the one yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah. I, I kind of like, knew you were because we, we'd have this, we'd, we'd, we've talked about this before. Yeah, there's been rumors uh, for the last little while as well that uh, Nintendo has actually be, uh, been making a sequel for this for the Switch. So why it, not? It, Let's it go. Would be interesting. Come on, like. They have Nintendo. I don't know why Nintendo does this. They have such good stuff in the vault, and like, I don't understand why they don't bring some of these these classics back. Like Eternal Darkness actually scared the crap out of me, and like, they need that game. They need some of those games when like, it seems like they dumbed Nintendo down throughout the years, and like, you know what I mean? Like making more, or they changed their they changed their target audience to like little little kids. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree a little bit. But I don't think well, they like, changed when their... you're bringing out we band and we we like we sing along stuff like that. Like, I don't think they changed their target audience because like in the 90s and early 2000s, we were the target audience. So we it felt directed towards us. But now that we're like full blown adults, you know, yeah, but, but no, like, like... Look, Look at titles like like the Metroid Prime, Eternal Darkness, the darker, the dark. You don't see those much anymore. Like, what would we? Is there? What's the darkest title the Switch has right now? Zombie U, which is what I was gonna bring up for the last like two minutes. Oh, um, yeah. Man, yeah. Zombie U, I do not ever want to play that game in the dark ever again. I hated <laughs> that game for the Wii U, man. I I'd always get killed, so I, I like I'd scream after I got like attacked out of nowhere. And then I'd have to go back and fight my old, uh, my old character. Uh, <laughs> am I the, oh man! Am I the only oh, one that just imagined Will like squealing like a little girl because he got attacked by zombies? 
<laughs> Actually, I can't say anything because I was playing The Last of Us with him, and there was a couple times the clickers grabbed me, and I screamed like a little girl too. Oh, you were just screaming. That was some, that was some uh, fun, man. Oh, we got to stream you playing that. That would be awesome. But you know what? Actually, going back to Zombie U, I really enjoyed that game. It was really well done, especially for the Wii U, um, because they put everything that's that's usually on screen onto the gamepad. So your item selection, your map, your radar, everything like that was on the gamepad. So you actually had to look away, look down at the gamepad and take yourself out of the game. And by doing this, there might be zombies nearby, right? So uh, there's the the sonar thing for those who haven't played it. So if you, uh, earlier in the game, you get a sonar thing. So you push this button and it releases a sonar wave and it tells you if there's zombies nearby. And then later on in the game, it starts to become automatic. So you don't even have to push the button anymore. It'll just start automatically doing it. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm in, I, I was in a building and I pushed the thing and there were so many zombies nearby, but like I did, so I couldn't like take my eyes off the screen. I would've got attacked and just wrecked. Um, but then uh, there's one part of the, in the game where you go down to this like child's, um, like a child's nursery that's obviously been overrun by zombies. And you go in there that and it's just scary. super creepy. Yeah, man. There's like the, the creepy children's music playing and you like go into the basement and, oh, then you're, yeah. and then your map goes offline and you're totally blind. And you're like, oh my God. And oh, that game was super terrifying. It was really good though. Hey, Rodney, I remember playing that and literally every hair on my arm just stood straight up once the, the children's music went off. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Mark, I, yeah, I beat it. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, no, that was... And then you, there's two different modes, right? There's the regular mode where, like you said, well, when you die, you have to go kill your old self to get all your stuff back. But then there's the hardcore mode where it's like you get one life. And yeah, and then you're done. Yeah, and <laughs> ammo is super hard to find. Like, you save every shot until, like, you absolutely, like, need it. Like, I had, uh, I had a machine gun, or not a machine gun, uh, like an assault rifle mark. And I yeah. did not use one shot of that um, assault rifle until like the end of the game when like I was getting chased by like 20 zombies and I'm like, oh my god, and like I'm boarding up the door and then just, oh, it was insane. Yeah. Those games are so hard. Like I'm playing The Last of Us and it's my first playthrough and I'm not good at the whole sneaking around, throwing bottles to distract that one area and then like trying to get around this area. And then not to mention that like the like the aiming with the joystick where with the deep with the PS4 pad, it's kinda tough. So it's like you all end up spending more of my materials and my ammo than I need to in that one fight that I could probably just snuck around. Yeah. Alright, going back to the list here, uh, we got a little bit sidetracked on scary yeah. games. Uh, let's go to the back to the first one though. Uh, the one I, that pops out to me right here at the very top of the list uh, is uh, Division 2. <laughs> Ooh, Tom Clancy, that's going to be a good one. When was the first one released? Oh, uh, uh, 2016? Right, yeah. okay. Alright, cool. And then another Splinter Cell, that's also Tom Clancy. Yep, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that because um, they just teased that with uh, Wildlands. They have a mission they introduced that uh, has Sam Fisher in it. But what oh, made me really yeah. excited about it is they brought back the original voice actor for uh, Sam Fisher, Michael Ironside. Tam was telling me about this too. In Ghostlands, um, yeah, Solid Snake was there or something like that. Or they teased him. They teased the next one. How does how does a guy with a last name like Ironside get beat up in school? I just don't understand. 
Like, I don't think he did, man. He's <laughs> always been really intimidating. Haven't you heard his voice? Like, every character he's played in movies, uh, stuff like that, he's usually a bad guy just because of the way he looks. Bald, well, goatee. I bet know? you before he hit puberty, he had a little voice like this. And then he grew up, and then they're like, oh, don't don't screw with Iron, Iron Hammer. He's got a s- super side. deep voice. Yeah, Ironside. Ironside. Yeah, he's got a deep voice. I just, I, I know it was Ironside. I was make a joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, so if they do, if this is uh, legit and they've been teasing it for a while, a new Splinter Cell, I would be really happy if they brought back Michael Ironside as the voice of uh, Sam Fisher. I, it's not that I didn't like the voice that they replaced him with in the last one. It's just, oh, it's it just classic. didn't seem like Sam Fisher. Yeah. No, it's classic. Like, I remember playing the first one and the first one was awesome and he just yeah he's just yeah he's good it was good uh there's a couple of uh a couple of dlc things on this list as well um there's something for assassin's creed origins uh it's called the ace helix and that'll be interesting i think you know what i see that and then right down the list there's something for far cry 5 too it's the uh triple or the sorry the double xl silver bars add-on which is 60 bucks and we were talking about this off the air. This, this, this to me doesn't doesn't warrant me buying sixty six dollars worth of add ons like for silver bars. Like, what is that? What that is? I, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe it's the three. Like we said, the three you can get the three the add ons or whatever when they come out. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, I, there's the DLCs. I think you're gonna have to buy the seasons pass for that though. I don't think that this silver bars add on would do anything, mind you. It'll probably get told during e3 what it actually is this is just the leak list but uh i don't know i'm kind of unhappy with the the ending for far cry 5 totally like pissed me off i i I told mark about it off the air and he and then now he kind of doesn't want to play it anymore (laughs) so well like yeah i just that's two games that far cry like it was a it was good it was just like the whole thing did get a little repetitive towards the end of um so yeah. that's the, that's where I kind of was with it. Well, yeah, and we put it. You put it down to play other games, and then yeah, there's just and it was just hard to pick back up. Like, see if you're. I guess why I kind of put down Assassin's Creed as well. Like, I, I still have to go back and play that because Assassin's Creed is. You know, like, I'm not. You can't compare that to Far Cry. Yeah. But um, but it's a similar where it's like go here, get this, go here. The Ubisoft generic BS. Yes. Yes. Because yes. the well, I mean. It's, any Assassin's Creed or even any of the Far Cries, it, it is repetitive, right? That's the Ubisoft well, it's formula. The same, it's the same thing. Like, look at Assassin's Creed. You're 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 going through the tiers of guys to get to the top guy, and yeah. then Far Cry was the same way. Just kill the three head bosses till you get to the main boss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to talk about this for a second. So there's um, something here called Destiny Comet, which I imagine is some. Is Bungie's last attempt to save the Destiny franchise before it gets bombed forever? Um, so, what do you what do you guys think that entails, Will? I'm gonna say Comet is the 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 next big uh, DLC because the newest one apparently has just come out, uh, which is Warmind, and from the early reviews I've seen, people are describing it as promising but disappointing. The Warmind? You mean? Sorry, Warmind is you mean? Yeah, that's what they're describing it as. Promising, but disappointing. Interesting. So, well, so well, is is it going to be enough for you to reinstall it after you uninstalled it? No, it's definitely not. It's 
I think I'm done with Destiny. I, this is probably a game that I'll probably be trading in finally, and it'll be uh, going towards the, one of the next games for E3. So as of January 4th, 85% of Destiny 2's player base has uh, disappeared from the servers. Wow. Yeah. So Talk about a ghost town. <laughs> But That's crazy. 84%? 85%. So wow. I don't know how many people actually were playing Destiny 2. Um, oh, hey, someone ha someone's made a chart. I think I should take a look at that right now. Um, oh, buddy. There was a small spike. I got I to gotta try to enhance this. You guys talk about how crappy Destiny 2 is go. Well, I'm the only one that's played it out of the three of us. So. Well, I've I see my problem with Destiny is I I really like that was I think it was it wasn't one of the first PlayStation games, was it? Like when it no, launched, it it was one of the it, because when it came out, it came out for all the consoles, right? It's always been multi-platform, so yeah, okay, yeah, because I, I was watching I watched a bunch of the original and I watched my buddy play it. And it just, it just, there was nothing. It was go here, loot, like, loot this cavern or whatever, and then go back and then fix all your weapons and go do it again. It, it just, it did not look like my type of game. So I was. Yeah, the one thing I'll give Destiny 2 is it did have a story compared to the first one. So if you play through campaign, it actually has an entertaining story. But then once you're done, it's literally just grinding for gear and stuff like that. And it's just way too repetitive and not that fun. It just doesn't. It doesn't really offer interest me to keep like, going yeah. back. That was my problem with the with it too, especially with the um, the first one. And it sounds like two didn't really fix any of the problems that the first one had. So it got released uh, September. I just had it here, September sixth, twenty seventeen. And I'm just looking at the graph here. September sixth. Right there. So September sixth, the day of launch, it had 1.3 million players, and now fast forward to oh, this doesn't. This just goes to the end of the year, end of 2017, and the players. It's like barely above 400,000 at the end of the year. So yeah, it lost that's a, North America. Yeah, so that's they lost a million players. Yeah, that's that's wow. So that's insane. So that's yeah, pretty bad. That's really bad. Yep. Do you think it'll spike again when it, this next DLC comes out? I don't think Probably. very much. They, I think, you know, there's enough good material out right now where people won't go back to Destiny 2. Like, we have God of War, um, we have Sea of Thieves, we, they're, uh, yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff coming out, and people there's are just... too much, yeah, people, uh, done, done. Yeah, if you've pissed off a, f a fan base that bad, where 85% of your population is gone, like, yeah, I don't think they're going to be coming back to Destiny 2 anytime soon. <laughs> Will, uh, could you imagine if Elder Scrolls did something like that? Pissed off half the population, there's 90% of people up in the left. Yeah, but I just can't see them doing it because uh, Bethesda's always been very good with their games. They listen to their fans, and um, I think that's why they're success uh, such a successful company. Sorry, I, I didn't want to switch topics, but I also wanted... Uh, to throw some love to Elder Scrolls because uh, Somerset is dropping June 1st. Yeah, uh, that's where Mark and I will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, it looks pretty good. Will, do you want to talk about that a bit? Like, 
Yeah, uh, we'll uh, oh, talk about that maybe at the end of the podcast, but let's go through a couple more of these uh, games. There's uh, quite a few of them that were um, leaked here by uh, Walmart. Uh, like we know already, we have uh, Last of Us 2, which oh. has already been announced. Another big yeah. one, though, here is Just Cause 4. Any uh, fans of the Just Cause series out there should be excited for that. Um, I was never a big fan of Just Cause 1, but Just uh, Cause 2 and 3 were really good games. Uh, did you I guys even uh, play them? No, I never played it because, come on, I don't play any other games except for, like, Mario. Come on. <laughs> Mario and yeah. Zelda. No, uh, <laughs> I'm going to look up a trailer and I'll tell you if I might enjoy it. Okay. Uh, while you look that up, we'll go through uh, a couple more let's games. Going, uh, let's keep going through the list here, yeah. Yeah, we have uh, Dragon Quest Two. Um, that's a Japanese RPG. Uh, Dragon Quest is usually on the 3DS and uh, stuff like that and whatnot, so it's cool to see it making a leap to uh, the PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, we also have... Um, what is that here? Oh, Borderlands 3. I, I was a big fan of Borderlands, so I know uh, Gearbox has been teasing this one for a while, and uh, I'm hoping that's a, a true leak, and they'll probably announce that with some sort of trailer at E3. Yeah, um, I played Borderlands 2, and you know what? I might have been going through a through a uh, phase where it's like if it wasn't Halo, it was garbage. Um, yeah. I so yeah, I, pl I did play Borderlands 2. I probably played like six hours worth of Borderlands 2, but then I, I just got kind of bored, honestly. Um, I, I'm going to agree with Roddy there. I wasn't a big fan of the Borderlands series. Neither of them. I know, I know they were pretty big, and I, I did play. I played quite a bit of the first one, and I played the second one with my buddies a lot. Um, wasn't the biggest fan. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't anything great. <clears throat> the second one and the pre-sequel were really good, I thought. The first one, I kind of lost interest in, and so it took me a while to actually finish the game. I'm just watching the gameplay for Just Cause 3, and this guy's been squirrels flying. He's like... This is some this is some garbage. There's the physics for the squirrel suit just suck. <laughs> um, no, but literally he has a grappling hook, right? So he'll like jump onto like a grapple hook to a car or something. Yeah. And then he'll like release his parachute and just glide around the map. It's super fun. Interesting. And then he literally just landed. He belly flopped onto the pavement, probably doing like 200k, and gets up. Oh, and now he just got hit by a car. Gets up. Just bullshit. imagine Just Cause being like the Fast and the Furious franchise, just full of cheese. This is the Fast and Fur Furious franchise. <laughs> Man, Fast and the Furious 6, I've never been so freaking mad at a movie in my life. I just uh, was so mad. I saw, that the, I saw that on TV with Alex, and I was so mad. The guy jumps out of a moving car. Yeah, oh, I going know. 120. No, no, no. Gets up. He didn't jump out. He just like in intentionally crashed the car so that he could go flying through the windshield at 140 miles an hour, catch the girl in midair. Like the timing for that is insane. And then cradles her and then lands still at 140 miles an hour into yeah, a car windshield. windshield. And then they both get up <laughs> yeah. unscathed. Like, and he's like, doesn't even have blood on him. I'm like, what is going on? I gotta yeah. give. I got to give another shout out though for Fast and the uh, Furious. Did you guys uh, watch the eighth one, the newest one? No, I after six, I'm like, I don't want to watch any more of these movies. Yeah, I was, I was oh. done. I, I was done after six and seven. Oh, okay, but you did watch seven. Do you remember the watched, part when yeah. they're in Dubai and they take that like, um, like that two million dollar Maserati from like the yeah. top floor and they like yeah, go yeah. right out the window? 
yeah. they drive like into another building. Like what the hell? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's full uh, of cheese. And then six again. Like after that scene, you're like, this is this is this movie's dumb. It has like they basically established that okay, it's in it's in the real world, right? The, so the laws of physics and the laws of everything else that we know in the real world apply. And then they pull garbage like that. And then they are on this plane, this cargo plane, and it takes like 20 minutes to take off. And they're like fighting on the wing. I'm like, what? No, this is so dumb. <laughs> Who thought this was a good idea? But I'm watching. I'm still watching the Just Three, Just Cause Three gameplay. And the, this guy's been hit by like eight cars, and he's still walking around just fine. Uh, <laughs> what else is on? The, is there anything like what? What else is on the list? That's Ooh. pretty much all of them. Pretty much it. There's like, another Assassin's Creed on here. But I don't know if that's a remake or a new one. I doubt it's a new one because because Origins got released last year, so I doubt it's a new one. But it's probably some sort of a remake. Will and I were kind of speculating that it's something to do with uh, Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag because they're releasing Skull and Bones later in the year, which is kind of like the right. equivalent to Sea of Thieves, but it's a little HD. bit. Oh, I've heard Will was telling Skull and Bones is coming out for. Uh... For PlayStation, correct? Uh, and Xbox, I'm yeah. pretty sure. It's and multi-platform, X uh, but it's basically oh, okay. Sea of Thieves HD, and it's not, like, leveled, so people with better gear, better stuff will probably do better oh. than others. You, you know, oh, yeah, because... Yeah, okay, so, yes, because Sea of Thieves was Microsoft, correct, right? That's why, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah but... Uh, have, have Who's you played... developing this one? Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Oh, okay. So you, you probably got to climb every crow's nest in the game and unlock all the crow's nest <laughs> things. Sail um, to every point of the, <laughs> of the map. And... Yeah. Well, apparently yeah. Skull and Bone so is mostly naval. Yeah, so it just takes everything from Black Flag that has to do with fighting pirates, and that's the game? Pretty much. I don't know how... I, I haven't know. really showed off it too much other than like a bit of the trailer and some stuff last year, I remember. So I bet you we'll see a lot more at E3 during the Ubisoft conference, which I think is on Sunday or Saturday. I got to check the E3 uh, schedule. We'll go through all that you know, in a couple weeks. You know what would be cool is if you could do both. Like you could be named like Skull and Bones, right? So like you could either be pirates or you could be with the Navy. That'd be cool, yeah. I, that would be That'd cool, be... and I wouldn't be surprised if they add that. They haven't really shown off uh, too much of the game. I don't and know. Navy's always been, was in Black Flag. I remember that. I've seen some gameplay videos, and it just doesn't... It just didn't grab me. Are you me. not going to... Go ahead, Rodney. Sorry. So, sorry. Yeah, like I just saw gameplay videos, and it just didn't grab me the way I thought it would. Because, I mean, the, the, the combat in Black Flag was really good. I really enjoyed it, and I really liked that you could upgrade your ship. You can get chase cannons... Um, you can get different ammunition, uh, all those kind of things. It was a lot of fun, but I don't know. I just watched that that gameplay video, and I just it just didn't grab me. Like I said, so I'm I'm kind of skeptical on it. I'm gonna have to see more in order to uh, make a decision whether I want to actually get the game or not. Uh, yeah. so I was gonna ask you if you were gonna pick it up and give it a chance. <clears throat> yeah, E3s around the corner. We'll probably uh, see a lot more from the game. Um, I think from what we've seen from the gameplay and stuff like that, it's still in like alpha and beta, so. And knowing Ubisoft, they haven't really shown off full, uh, full yeah. scale game yet. If they um, if they make it available on Game Pass, I'll definitely try it out. But other than that, yeah, we'll see. 
Uh, another one I want to bring up is a game I've been looking forward to for a while. It's uh, Bioware's answer to uh, Destiny, which is called Anthem, their new IP. Uh, Anthem. Have you either of you uh, seen Anthem in uh, action yet? Negative. I'm going to check it out right now. No, I haven't. So Anthem uh, plays very similar to Destiny. Um, it's heavily focused on multiplayer, but there is a huge uh, solo side as well. Uh, basically, it's team, team based like Destiny is where you can go as a group and stuff. But you have the, I guess, I don't know too much about the story yet, but basically the arm um, the armor is very similar to like Iron Man from like Marvel. So right, you yeah. have these customizable suits of armor um, and there's like different styles. So there's like stealth, there's like heavy machinery, which is just full on like artillery. They have like rockets on their backs and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, then there's like uh, just speed. Uh, so you can customize your suit to your play style. Okay. Uh, uh, that's uh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I never really, I was I never really was a fan of those kind of games. Like remember the older game too, where you like jumped in like robots and you could like jump them around and uh, I can't remember what it was called, but he kind of looks like a Spartan from Halo. Yeah, just watch the trailer, Rodney. Let me know what you think. But this uh, is definitely a game I will be picking up because I am really excited for it, and I'm a huge fan of Bioware. It's a Canadian company, and I've I've picked up pretty much every game they've uh, made. I was really hoping one of their games that they'd uh, be announcing this year would be uh, Dragon Age 4, but uh, they've still been pretty hush-hush on that. So, the, I, I'm just going to... us hearing about Dragon Age 4 at E3? Um, there is a slight chance, but it would either be like a small teaser trailer and no announced date because they've got uh, Anthem that they're kind of focused on right now, which they've already delayed, which was supposed to come out this year, and now it's, um, I think, beginning of next year, so 2019. I can't see them. Well, they, Bioware's a big company, so I could be wrong. It, I Hard to say, but I'd be really excited to see something from Dragon Age 4. Same here. Yeah, this uh, game looks pretty cool. Uh, my my only harp right now is this guy is dressed in the Spartan suit uh, armor looking stuff, and he has the helmet on Halo, uh, from Halo that I hate. Like, I literally, every time I see that helmet, I kill someone, I teabag them because I hate the helmet so much. So that, <laughs> that I wouldn't worry about that. Though. That it, I initially got turned off, but I'm watching more of the gameplay. And it looks really cool, and you can actually swim. I'll, I'll, check, it I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah it's full-on customization. Apparently, like there's hundreds of different like helmets you can wear, arm pieces, stuff like that. So you you make the suit that fits your play style. Yeah, what is it like team based four on four capture the flag style or is it like no I, like i said it's just like um it's mmo right it's basically like uh bioware's answer to destiny so uh, it, it, it does okay. have like a big focus on multiplayer but as you if you watch like the gameplay and stuff like that there is quite a bit of playable solo stuff okay so it's like okay okay so it's, it's supposed to be a destiny killer yeah, yeah. so it's not like I guess I wouldn't say it's um Destiny Killer. Yeah, continue. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a like a, a multiplayer style game, like you know, if you were to do like a shooter. Like I doubt you there's gonna be too much uh, multiplayer like where you'd be going up against each other. There could be some sort of multiplayer aspect, but I think the multiplayer is more of co op, what I mean, Mark. So so it's another thing where you 
finish the story mode and then grind for gear with a team? Uh, I don't know if it's going to be that bad. Bioware is usually really good, and I can't see them doing the same thing that Destiny has gotten so wrong. <laughs> uh, let's, here's to hoping. They probably got mad at Destiny and were like, let's just make our own game. Which is interesting <laughs> because is, uh, isn't Bioware also owned by EA, which uh, Destiny's with EA, EA, or no, Destiny's Activision. So isn't this is EA's answer to uh, Destiny. Isn't Bioware, can't, don't they make controllers and stuff too? Or is that, am I thinking something else? No, you're no, thinking you're of something, something else. else. Bioware, uh, Bioware is Calgary. They've made a lot of good games too. They were the geniuses behind uh, Star Wars Old, Rep uh, Old Republic. Uh, yes, I think yeah, they did the first, um... They did the first one. Let me see here, I'll look. Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. Game developed. But, uh, but gentlemen, we've left out the Xbox's biggest title on this list. It's, uh... Have? It, it's it's gonna blow away the competition, and it's probably yeah. priced better than any of the other games on this list. And, uh, it's the America's Greatest Game Show, Wheel of Fortune, and Jeopardy. Mm. Ooh, there goes oh. my money. <laughs> For $30. $30. Um, and it's exclusive to Xbox One because they're not selling enough copies of uh, Destiny. Uh, I want to have a little bit of fun, too. Is uh, I see a lot of people are uh, having fun with this. But first off, uh, Walmart uh, dropped the ball big on the, the leaks. But they've also dropped the ball as they announced uh, Forza Horizon 5. Now, what happened to 4? <laughs> It got it, it, it got leaked last year, and they're like, "Yo, no, force canceled now." No. We're gonna skip to five. I, I love how you said Walmart. Breaking news: Walmart just dropped. Walmart released. <laughs> like, when did Walmart become a developer? Yeah, um, the day it leaked another, every E3 title. Yeah, today. Right? And another one I'm having fun looking at here is uh, Lego DC Villains. But uh, they spelt villains V I L L A N S. Valens. Valens! <laughs> and then um, this one here is they announced a game. I, I don't know. I highly doubt you guys played the first one Rage from Bethesda. Um, nope. No, I never played it. Yeah. But they announced uh, Rage 2, which uh, it's sort of been uh, teased for a little while now. But uh, Bethesda's having a little fun with it too from the Rage team. And they literally um, uh, tweeted out uh, the picture of um, the listing on the website. Uh, I don't know. I sent you the picture, Rodney. You see it, right? Uh, you're talking about uh, uh, the response to uh, Walmart's BS? Yeah, the one from Rage when the, it was like the Rage uh, community team, like the development yeah, yeah, team, yeah. and they're like, so, yeah, they, incorrect key art. They, they, yeah, they, uh, <laughs> not all caps. This is on GameSpot, but they... Um, yeah, Rage, the Rage too. They they basically screenshotted Walmart's uh, album art or whatever of the of the game, and they just like started critiquing it. They're just like wrong font, not all caps, and uh, here's our <laughs> here's our album art. <laughs> you did everything wrong, basically. So yeah, it was funny. Uh, yeah, a funny like missing age rating. <laughs> yeah, a funny way to react to that whole yeah. th them blowing the E three lineup hey, basically hey at walmart here are a few uh, notes <laughs> <laughs> yeah if walmart became a developer games would be like twenty dollars because they'd make them for like a dollar if walmart was a developer their games would be garbage 
<laughs> Maybe they could train uh, their staff to actually like present themselves because you can never find a Walmart employee. Actually, oh, yeah. actually, no, no, that's I can find a Walmart employee before I, before I can find a Canadian Tire employee. Oh, oh 100%. <laughs> you can't find anyone that works at Canadian Tire. Oh, so annoying. Anyways. They just hide. They, yeah, and then you're like, I actually want to talk to someone who works here because I need to get like one specific item that I can't find. And, there, and then everyone has every freaking item in this in the manifest memorized on one aisle. It's like, Jesus. I remember trying to find someone a couple years ago that took me almost an hour and a half because I couldn't figure out what oil I needed for my Harley. Right. So yeah, uh, we're going to go play some Fortnite. We're going to play the Thanos mode because I haven't played it yet. Neither is Will. And uh, Mark got his first win, so he's, play, he's, he's hard off that. Play, you can only play the Thanos player in uh, solos. Oh, okay, that's fine. I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, don't forget, uh, you had some big news, uh, Ronnie, you shared on our website as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, next Zelda's most, de most definitely in development because Nintendo released a uh, job. Uh, job list of uh, they need a level designer so and they, and they specify that it needs to be a guy that's worked on consoles needs to speak Japanese so I guess my my Japanese ain't as strong and my level designing skills are quite weak so I don't think I'll be getting the job um, <laughs> but yeah that's exciting so I, I'm 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 not sure what to expect because Breath of the Wild was so great and like how do you how do you top that honestly well they haven't announced any uh more uh, DLC for Breath of the Wild so I wouldn't be surprised if you have a couple more things coming that might be announced at E3. That's possible yeah that it's a, an add-on to Breath of the Wild but like what else do you do? Right like I mean they kind of tied it up with the with the DLC that they released. They, yeah they, maybe it's just done now. One and done like you have your game the DLC and that's what you get. Yeah and Breath of the Wild started working on Breath of the Wild just like basically right after Skyward Sword got released in, in 2012. So they worked on that game for for five years, basically. Yeah. Right. So it would make, it would make sense that they're starting on a new one right now because uh, the Switch is going to be definitely the like the console for quite a while. Like they're not going to release like oh the they might release a 4K Switch dock or something. something that, like, that'll that'll yeah. be basically what it is. It won't be a brand new Switch. It'll just be something that can support. Um, 4K. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, they've for sure. been teasing that for a while because they did a, um, a patent for uh, something uh, like a, a new dock for the Switch. I remember last year. Okay. Well, you know what it was though is they brought the Wii out and they brought it out so underspect that when PlayStation and Xbox came out, it literally got blown out. So then they're like, oh, okay, we gotta bring out the Wii U, make it a little better. And now that I think they finally got it right with the Switch. Well, they were trying Literally, to... the they're... Wii was out, and then, like, the Wii U came out, like, four months later. Four or five months from, like, when I got my Wii. Well, the Wii U was still, like, three years later, dude, uh, man, yeah. so... Was it? Three yeah. years? It was like, I don't think it was three years exactly, because that was... And you know what? The Wii still sold quite a few... It sold a, uh, 101 million units. So mm -hmm. people did still buy the Wii. Out of the wall. People still did buy it. Yes. Yeah. yeah I but... don't regret buying my Wii. I regret buying my Wii U at launch because literally after launch, it sat there for almost a year before another game actually came out that I wanted to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, so, uh, I agree yeah. That. That's it's Nintendo's own other problems. But I just I wasn't a fan. I regretted buying my Wii. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of the Wii system. 
I the like Switch does look interesting though. Yeah, the Wii the Wii was great. The Wii U, I like the Wii U, but it just freaking bombed hard. It only sold 13 million units. So that's uh, because they released it like you just forced people to spend money and buy like the two. I think it was 250 bucks, but um, like usually you got like four, five, five years, six years with a console. Like we're still going with PS3 or PS4. But like I mean, to drop that and say, oh, now you need to buy the Wii U, and it kind of—I bet I probably rub people the wrong way. Yeah, and uh, when was the Wii U release? Twenty twelve. Okay, so it was released in twenty twelve, and uh, oh, that's hang on. Yeah, November eighteenth, twenty twelve. So they didn't release the Switch until the twenty twenty seventeen, right? And was that right? I can't. Which is yeah. twenty Switch came out last year. Yeah, so yeah, March third, right? And Breath of the Wild was the release title, right? Right. Okay. So then, if you think about it, the Wii came out in two thousand six. So that means the Wii had a six year life. Yeah, but well, because because the no, the Wii U had a three year life because the halfway through Wii's life, they brought out the Wii U. No, no they no, didn't. They the Wii out... U didn't launch till twenty twelve, and the Wii came out in two thousand six. Yeah. Oh, so I have four years. Okay. Six yeah. years. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think Nintendo took a moment to, like, think about what they've done. <laughs> They're like, okay, Wii U's out. Nobody's buying a Wii U. Why? Well, because there's no freaking launch titles. Like, they had uh, Nintendo Land, which I liked. And it's, it's on really, Wii U. Yeah, it's on Wii U. It's, I liked it. It was fun. And it's fun to play drunk. Um, but, yeah, it, other than that, they didn't really have anything until uh, until um, like even they didn't really have a main yeah they didn't have a main Zelda game until until Breath of the Wild came out. But they they literally held off until the Switch came out to launch that title with the Switch. So I think why they, why did they why did they do that? Like why wouldn't like did they not have any confidence in the Switch? Like you're you're not giving it a a big name title no, to they, start its life. The Breath of the Wild was supposed to come out in like 2016, but they're like oh we're we're delaying it a year. Uh, there's some things we want to work out is what basically what he said in the in the in the direct or whatever and they then, wanted it to be a launch title for the switch yeah. which made the switch really successful yeah absolutely right. which was the good call but like I'm talking about when they launched the Wii U why wouldn't they launch it with something like if you're not going to launch it with Zelda then launch it with Mario launch it with I'm trying to remember I, what uh, I don't know what launch up. titles were Wii U launch games and yeah, Nintendo Land. They had new Super Mario Bros. Zombie U. And a Wii U Sports. Yeah, you know party. what? Oh, they had Pikmin. They had a couple of, like, I mean, Pikmin Three. I got for free, which was an awesome game. Uh, they're oh yeah, they're making another Pikmin, aren't they? Yeah, it's been rumored because um, Miyamoto said there was one in development last year. Right. Uh, yeah, you know what? There wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. I remember it was Nintendo Land. And I saw that there was a Zelda mini game, and that's what made me want to buy it. Or no, I, I went to the mall, and they had a demo booth, and I played uh, the Zelda game, and I thought it was freaking awesome. So I, I picked up Nintendo Land and Zombie U, and that was it. That was like that was their lineup for like six months. I swear to God, <laughs> it, it was pretty boring actually. So yeah, yeah. I think I did uh, Zombie U and Darksiders two, and then I ended up getting Sing Party for free. Well. Um, hey, sorry, what year did, what's his name, die? Um, Satoru Iwata? Uh, not last year, the year before, I think. Let me look. Um, he, uh, 2015. 
and he died from cancer, I think, right? So, yeah, complications from bile duct cancer. So, I'm wondering if, like, his health was starting to deteriorate around when the Wii U came out because it seems like there was some sort of internal um, bre breakdown in communication, you know, with the launch of the Wii U because, like, that was a really bad launch. It was just awful, just awful. So, I'm wondering if there was a breakdown in internally or something like that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Speaking of which, didn't Nintendo get a brand new president uh, last month? Oh, I don't know. Um, it was... Because uh, uh, when he died, uh, Tatsumi uh, Kimishima took over, and I'm pretty sure Kimishima stepped down... Let's see here. Shituru... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. Oh, yeah. Fudu Furukawa. 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 And what did he do? What made him... What made him famous? On the air researching what oh. this is oh Forbes.com is weighing in. This is why Oh man, I'm gonna butcher the crap out of this. Shintoru Fuikawa was chosen to be the next Shintaru. president. <laughs> yeah, I told you. Um, we apologize if we have any Japanese listeners. Yes. Um so uh many have been wondering why he was chosen for the role. Thankfully, former president Tatsumi Kimishima, uh, that was pretty good, uh, has explained Nintendo's reasoning on the new appointment. It turns out that Fuwakawa has had an in, uh, integral job in Nintendo for a good while now, and he worked closely with Kimi, Kimishima, uh, as well. Something that Kimishima, I'm just going to call him Kim, okay, just, just to abbreviate this and stop <laughs> embarrassing myself. Something that Kim went on to explain on a recent Q&A session. I was asked about my duties when I took over as president while well, Nintendo Switch was still in development and one of my biggest responsibilities at the time was to launch that platform and to get it to consumers just as we had envisioned. My second role was to change our directional structure to speed up decision making and exec uh, ex execution on a variety of projects that members of the management team were considering at the time. It takes people to support that and it was essential that we build a structure that was allowed the new generation to play an active role. So. You know that kind of goes on with what I was saying earlier. There was a, there may have been a, um, br a breakdown internally, uh, like an internal communication breakdown, and that's probably yeah. what what made you know I'm, <laughs> I'm sure some people got fired after the Wii U got launched and it did really really bad. Oh but, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you don't escape something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it looks like the new uh, president though, uh, Fur Furukawa. Um, he joined Nintendo in 1994 as a, an accountant in Germany, worked there for a decade, and then um, in the mid-2010s, uh, he uh, rose into the corporate office. He's uh, becoming a, with the executive department, and he's also an outside director of the Pokemon company. Oh. Interesting. That is interesting. Man, we got to get Reggie Filabe on the show. Yeah, and which is interesting here, too, is he's fully fluent in English. Oh, good. We don't have any crappy translations anymore for uh, <laughs> for for Nintendo Directs. Um, but uh, man, I'd love to get uh, Reggie Filabe on the show. We should make oh, that happen. And he was also heavily involved in the development of the Switch. Good. That's good. So he knows what he's talking about. All right, guys. We should uh, probably wrap it up. Almost an hour long podcast, and uh, longer yeah. than an hour. <laughs> No, nah, it's been fifty-four minutes, thirty some seconds, and uh, and then I, I can't count. I can't say the milliseconds fast enough for the. the, the <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so just let us know your thoughts uh, about uh, the leaked list from Walmart. The I'm just literally typing Google Walmart screws up <laughs> leaked E3 <laughs> list, and you'll find it. 
Uh, let us know what you guys think of those titles that were leaked or if you think this list is BS. And uh, what do you think is actually going to be at E3? That'd be that'd be good good topic to know. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Anyways, thanks a lot, um, and we will see you all on the next one. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.